Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Namaste, friends. Well, I've just got back from holiday in Portugal, had a wonderful time. The wine flowed, the sun shone. If you like, I was putting my supernatural feet up. My chakras were stretched out on the sun lounger. My third eye was slobbing out, which sounds like I had a problem with the foreign food there. No, I didn't mean that. Food was very nice, actually. One spirit, at one stage, did try to make contact uh, with me through my supernatural antenna. No, get away, I said. I'm having a holiday. But I am the undead, and I would like you to help me pass over. No, fuck off, I said. I'm enjoying a sangria in my sarong like Jane MacDonald. There was the usual fight to get near the pool to the sand loungers. I did not entertain that sort of tackiness. I sent Tarawak down early to lie on a sun lounger for me. A couple of people attempted to lie down on that sun lounger, only to sit on Tarawak's face. Not pleasant, but needs must. Yeah, if a lady or gentleman rushed out to get a sunbed at 6am, they may well have aimed for my bed, right next to the pool and only a few feet from the splash pool jacuzzi. A great position and a bed that obviously would tickle their fancy, particularly if they sat on Tarawak's beard in their bikini. But I'm back now and raring to go. Lots of wonderful podcast material coming your way, plus rehearsals for the live show of the year, Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon, all over the UK from September the 22nd. Tickets, get a pen at clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live. Now let the spookiness begin. Stay and shawaddy waddy to all of you. I am back and raring to go. And here with me, well, she's the best of co-hosts who don't believe in ghosts. Strange for a supernatural podcast. It's Linda Puller! Greetings! Greetings, pot pickers. What have you been up to, my love? Well, I've booked holiday, finally. Oh, lovely. So, my passport came. I had to get it renewed because I hadn't had it renewed for That's about right. two years. I remember that rather boring story. Hey, but it came really fast. Yeah, well done. <laughs> to Little Venice. Is it called Little Venice? <laughs> 
Petit France. Petit France. I knew it was something like I that. I don't think it's there anymore. I think it's Peterborough. <laughs> now, we, yeah, well, now we're out of Europe. It's not Petit France. Petit, Petit, Petit France. Fuck off. <laughs> right, yes. Well, so you've got the passport through. Yeah. We'll be over this bit in a minute. With a picture of an old woman in it, it appears to be me. <laughs> oh, yes, I've had the same problem. Go and on. And I'm going to Spain. Oh, lovely. Whereabouts in Spain? I've got a friend that lives just outside Seville, so we're going there. Oh, very middle mm. class of you. What are they oh. doing there? She was my friend on the Spanish exchange when I was a kid, you see. Do you know what? Oh, God. For another time. And you managed to stay friends all yeah. this time? Oh, was that love? Do you speak a bit of French? I speak fluent French and Spanish. That's oh, right. Spanish is what I'm... Look, I can't keep up with these bloody foreigners. Spanish is what I meant to yes, say. Yes, I do. I kid you not. Funny you should say that. I was in, I was in uh, Portugal recently. Oh, are you? And we got a... Just reminded me, this shows you how improvised this is. And we were waiting for a cab, and I kid you not, one of my fellow English people came up to the driver as we were getting out. It's in Portugal, and said, Parlez-vous anglais. Now, that is when I get disappointed with British bloody people. Twats! When are you coming back from your holiday? Um, well, I'm going, let me think, I'm going on the... I'm going on the 13th, I think, or the 16th. I'll have to check. Right, okay. And it's only a week. Okay, this is this is housekeeping for us two. Yeah. You don't need to know all that, people. And there's going to be someone massive in my house. Yeah, that's right. Teeth and a, a, a big spider in there. Rip your ass off. As well. Rip your ass off if you try to get in there and steal all her bits and pieces. It's going to be an absolute case of... Oh, no, sorry, bloody wrong one. Hold on. Which one? It'll be an absolute case of... Hold on. Go on. No, sorry, not that one. Just a minute, it's this one. Oh, God, hold on. Just a minute, where is it? Be an absolute case of... That's it, thank you. So don't try to get in her house! Fuck all in there anyway, don't pay her anything. <laughs> now... I'm laughing because it's true. It's true, yes. We're got, well, you've got to laugh or else you cry. The bloody state of things at the moment. Isn't it, though? I tell you what, you will notice, if you're trying to go on holiday and you're going through the passport control, well done for voting us out of Europe. Only took me about three hours to get through. Well done, but well... Worth it, I don't think. We're going to kick off with a gem of a story featuring one of the fabulous boys in blue. No, not Tommy Cannon. A proper policeman! Could we have the spooky music, please? It's from a fella called Matt. Ooh. Can't remember his surname. We're going to be speaking to him shortly, so I'll try and have a look before we speak to him. As we go on with this... Clinton and Linda, do you want me to read this? Yes, please. Clinton and Linda, years ago, whilst on duty as a police officer in Coventry, I was sent a report of an elderly lady not being seen for over a week by neighbours, which unfortunately tends to result in discovering them deceased. Oh. So, my partner and I were prepared for this as we arrived. Don't get too technical, right. It was gone midnight and the house was in darkness mm-hmm. and there was no reply. We expected the worst, as he's mentioned. Yeah. We managed to force the front door open with minimal damage and entered the house. It was in a bit of a state, but not being one to judge, I brushed off the stacks of newspapers and sticky carpet, sounds judgy, and began calling (laughs) (laughs) calling out for the lady. Let's call her Margaret. Margaret, Margaret, are you there, my love? I called. My colleague called to me moments later, Matt, she's here. bloody hell. I ran towards the kitchen area where this poor elderly lady was lay. On first inspection, she looked like she'd been there for a day or two. The full body check was conducted by my partner, and as he checked for a pulse, Margaret said something loudly. Oh, scary. Hold on. Would you like to speak to Mr. Matt? 
Sorry, you didn't say that. Beg your pardon. Oh, sorry, which one? I was going to say, don't matter, keep going, I can't find well, it. Well, actually, it says there was a loud noise. Oh, there's a loud noise, hold on. Oh, no, sorry, it's not that. Oh, sorry, it's not that. Disrespectful, carry on. It was on. more like an ah. Oh, it was an ah, no, ah noise. Right, Exhaling, no. and we immediately called an ambulance. She's still alive, I exclaimed. Well, good news. The ambulance arrived promptly, and although we could get nothing out of Margaret, yeah. she was struggling to breath. As the paramedics <laughs> placed her on the gurney, wheeling her into the ambulance, she looked over to me and pointed. Oh, you just no, Sorry. Naughty boy. Naughty boy, sorry. I couldn't resist that. That was a cheeky one. I thought S- nothing of it. Snuck it in there. Flipping it. I yeah. thought nothing of it and continued to search the house for any medication or evidence to support and medical issues she may have. They don't let anyone in the police now. They're counting fucking right. Go on. <laughs> My pr- partner proper shit himself when a black cat jumped out from a stack of newspapers and ran off out the front door. Poor cat. <laughs> Poor cat. There seemed to be an element of spookiness about this, and I thought of how Margaret resembled a witch. Yeah. Misogyny, but... I think we call yeah, it. Yeah, I thought spookiness. he said he wasn't very judgy, the bastard. <laughs> With a long grey hair and now the black cat. But I pushed it to the back of my mind, thankfully, and didn't say it out loud. Oh, hang on, you did. <laughs> and continued searching the house. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the house, in my professional opinion, was that of a bit of a shit tip. Judgy. Very judgy. But one room upstairs was locked, and I found a key on the second set of stairs that led to the loft room. I tried the key in the bedroom door, and it opened. Once inside, I could not believe what I saw. Inside was a white painted room with bright red carpet with a white altar, two white bookstands with books on opened, books on opened, and mirrors on either side with white veils covering them. Extremely clean! There wasn't a speck of dust. If someone so judgy as him, he, he would notice that. A woman, his bloody white glove on. There's a woman virtually dead in the house, but not a speck of dust. Thank you. I looked at what these... I four in a bed. Yeah, I looked at... <laughs> <laughs> I looked at what they could have could have done more on the breakfast. What's the breakfast? The breakfast was very poor. Twenty pounds off. Twenty pounds off. No, I would not stay there again. Get on with it. I looked at what these books might be. Maybe Margaret was deeply religious. I thought, as these books look like Bibles. As I looked at the words within the books, they were devil worshipping satanic verses. It dawned on me that this is a devil-worshipping church of sort and thought, fuck me. <laughs> it's not exactly... Did you put that in your notebook, officer? <laughs> it's not exactly written like <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, is it? <laughs> I got me partner to come and have a look and he was of the same opinion. Fuck me. <laughs> OK, OK, let's just take a look in the final room before we get the fuck out of here, I thought. Your Honour, I think before we get the fuck out of here, I thought. As we ventured up into the attic room. Once we entered, it was clear that this was Margaret's bedroom. And as I collected various medicines she was on, I tended to forget about how the Satan-worshipping room spooked me and got on with my job. Then... I discovered, at the foot of the bed, an old word processor with reams and reams of paper stacked up and one sheet midway through being typed. I casually looked to see what Margaret had been writing. Was she a keen novelist and was struck down before she got to the end of her opus? Nope. Do you want to know what it read over and over again? Sorry, no, it says the devil is coming. The devil is coming. The devil is coming! Well, that proper fucked me up. And we got out of there after... It's foul mouth, this policeman, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And after we got out of there, we did what we had to do sharp. 
And when I got back to the station, I got word that poor Margaret didn't survive and had passed away. If only you dealt with her instead of pissing around looking in her room at all her books and that. And Can I just say that I'm not accusing this policeman of negligence? But anyway. If he's a nosy bleeder, though. He's a nosy bleeder. I got word that poor Margaret didn't survive and had passed away shortly after getting into the ambulance. Then I thought of what I'd seen. The black cat, the altar, the mirrors with veils, the satanic verses, and the devil will come. Oh, and the devil will come, could have done with some punctuation, stacks of paper. And my mate reminded me, she pointed at you before she died, didn't she? Maybe she cursed you, he joked. I thought, you fucking arsehole. As if I needed to think about that as I got on my push bike to ride home. I ride down country lanes and it was about 2am as I started my journey. As I passed an old abandoned farmhouse, I swear blind, out of the corner of my eye, I saw in the bedroom window of this old abandoned farmhouse, I saw a figure stood pointing, pointing. Was this Margaret? I shat myself. And pedalled like buggery, getting home faster than Chris Hoy. Well, that's my story. What do you think, Clinton and Linda? Was this a witch? And has she cursed me? Can't say I've had any bad luck, but my knees have started hurting recently. Could that be a curse or is it arthritis? All I do know is I never look toward that farmhouse as I cycle past day or night or pick up the pace when I pass it. Love the show, Matt. Okay, well, can I just say this? That I do think you might have been cursed. Or is it the fact that, you know, he's doing a lot of heavy walking on his... Well, he's probably not, actually, as he's sitting down. And then going home on his bike and pedalling like Billy Well, it might be. It's a lot of strain on your joints when you're not a young spring chicken anymore. Just to remind you, this is not a medical podcast. Well... What we're dealing with here is the super bloody natural, Linda. Oh, right. It's definitely ghosts, then. Well, it might be ghosts. The woman pointed... You heard it. She pointed at him, a satanic lady. She's probably saying, stop rifling through me gear, you. Stop going through me... Underwear. No, look. I, well, I tell you what we're going to do. Ye, of, sorry about this, folks. You tuned into here something paranormal. Well, you got Linda in. She seems to be an expert on joints. <laughs> And <laughs> not that kind not of Not that kind, police constable, let me speak to you in a minute. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to get in touch right now. Just pause for a second. It will be seamless to you as we get this joke, this bloke, on Zoom. Here we go. Is PC Matt Mead? I've had a chance to look his name up. He's on Zoom right now, though the amount of money we spend on the police force at 25 to 12, why he's not pounding the beat or pounding a prisoner over the head in custody? I don't know. It's unfair of me. Are you there, PC Mead? Hello there. Hello there. Matt, are you a PC? Are you, what are you? What position are you in the force? Uh, yeah, I am a PC. Yeah, I've done it for many years um, and I'll, I'll remain a PC because uh, I'm too thick to go any higher. Well... It's always good to know your place, isn't it? It's good to know your place. <laughs> now, Matt, tell me, Linda here yeah. believes in fuck all. Well... So, She's not a very spiritual woman. She's a very suburban lady, believes in things very, very, you know, very, very on the level sort reality, of Reality, I believe. A reality yeah. check. Uh, short for someone who's co-hosting a paranormal podcast. It's all about balance, Clinton, isn't it's it? It's all about balance, but to be fair, I do give her £20 and a steak bake every time she comes round, so a bit of effort. Listen, Linda... She doesn't believe that you... Let's speak to I the think, I think it's probably... I know that you've <laughs> suffered terribly with your knees and that, but that's yeah. probably down to... 
like you say, us writers, you know, you do a very heavy. Well, not a 25 to 12 is not down to anything apart from lying around. It's a walking job. You get the cold getting to your joints. And you said you don't go like the clappers on that bike. Right. So, Matt, now, what... now I can see you. You're not as young as you used to be, are you, Matt? Cheeky bitch. We're looking at him here. He looks perfectly all right to me. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Matt. Let the man keep teaching to say something. Tell us what. Come on, Matt. Well, I was just going to say, uh, it's water off a duck's back. Uh, you know, I suffer abuse daily on the street, so... Uh... I'm so- Matt, can you keep it light, please? <laughs> just keep it light. What sort do. of abuse do you get from people? Oh, well, I can't really say it over the air, but, uh, you we'll know... We'll bleep uh, it out. Go on. We'll bleep well, it out. It, it's lovely when, uh, you know, a member of the public uh, walks past you and does an oink noise, and, uh, you know, they'll go piggy-wiggy. And uh, oh, but it's usually right. when they're about three miles away from you. Yeah, um, brave, you brave. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway, that, <laughs> do they ever use any f bombs? Do they drop an f bomb ever? Oh, f b c, the whole alphabet. Oh wow. God, almighty! Oh, works. <laughs> What's M? Mother, mother, mother. Right, <laughs> Matt. Can you tell me? Have you been cursed by this bloody witch? Wow. Um. The other the other day, it was um. One of these nice hot days, I was cycling home from work. One second, I, put the spooky oh, music on, Linda. Oh, God, all right. Yeah, cycling home from work. Yeah. Uh, going through that country lane that I normally do. And then, as I was cycling, I felt this sort of pinching on my back. Right. And I thought, oh, Biotica. what the bloody hell's that? Yeah, I was thinking, oh, is it, you know, is it me bag pinching me or what have you? And then... Um, that wouldn't be on your home. back, would it? Oh, sorry. You might have a backpack. Oh, I thought it was something strong with a saddle. Go on. <laughs> no, no. And uh, mind you, it is a very short saddle, isn't it? Just ride up, but um, the um, when I when I got home, me um, me missus says, "Oh, take your top off. See, you know, let's see what what's pinched you." Okay. Top, yeah. So I took my top off in the kitchen, okay. yeah. and uh, there's a bloody bee sitting on my shoulder, Crap. and and it just jumps off and flies out my window, and because uh, I feel like I've been stung a fair few times. Right. And, and she looked at them and she counted them and she goes, "Bloody hell!" She says, "You've been stung six times," and she goes, and and she says like. And, and funny enough, it's in the shape of a number six under my arm. And I thought, and as I was thinking about the story that I sent you, I thought, hang on, six, six. Yes. And I thought, there's got to be another six here. because. Oh, no. <coughs> Linda, <laughs> he's telling us a story about the fucking devil. Do you mind? Oh, bless you, Linda. Um, but, Matt, but, uh, go on. Yeah, where's, the, where's the other six? So I record on all your me, back. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I record all my uh, cycle routes on Strava. The, the cycling app. Yeah, oh, what to show off online, yeah. yeah. That, that's the one. <laughs> Let's be shagging patience with you in a minute. Go on, Matt. Yeah, and then I looked at um, where this happened, yeah. and it was only six miles into my route. Fucking six, six, six. I would say that is proof positive, PC made, that you have been visited by the devil spirit of that lady who died with the white curtains. <laughs> no, she, listen back. I, she, I was not a reference to uh, her. She was very pale, yes. She, yeah. An old lady with the white curtains. Yeah. Go on. Do you, What do you think? Well, do you know, I, I'm all right when I don't think about that story, but but when, when, I, when I wrote it down, yeah. you know, I, 
I've started to think about all the other things that have gone wrong when I've been at work and when I've not been at work. Go on then, but scary uh, music. Uh, yeah, God, go on, I mean, quickly. Keep it, keep it brief, Matt. Right, just, just a quick good. one. That yeah. I was a security guard uh, flagged me down uh, near an old abandoned old folks' home that had been renovated. Promising, promising. And he said to me, can you take me home? I said, what do you mean take you home? And he yeah. said, I've just been speaking to an old couple yeah. I turned around and they vanished in front of my eyes Bloody and hell. I just want to go home and he was in tears. What do you think to that? Sorry, it was near an old people's home. It was, it was, yeah, sorry, it, the old people's home was yeah. being uh, renovated so it was all, uh, it was all cordoned off yeah. and the security guard was looking after the building. Right. right, okay, it's getting, yeah, you should have added that. Don't take up after dinner speaking, Matt. Oh, okay. Stick with the policing. <laughs> You're going to half the story, then another story. Right. A disappearing couple. Yeah, and, and he um, shot himself. Yeah, basically, yeah. The summary, he yeah. He shot himself. Matt, any other low-grade stories like that that you want to embellish or half-tell and then go back? that didn't happen. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> it did bloody happen. Go on, Matt. I'd, I'd, I'd hate to sort of, um, you know, ruin your airtime with it, but... Uh, well, you know, it's, it's so far, it's you have too late, mate. <laughs> no, that's about it. You know, just the, the the odd noise and things like that, that hair when I'm cycling through the lanes at night past that old house. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it does give me the, the willies. OK, Matt, you have been an absolute superstar, if a little bit tedious halfway through this, but I want to thank you for all your work... And thank God for people like you. And honestly, if you, if anyone else calls you an oink oink, piggy wiggy, whatever, get in touch with me and I'll put one of my Tarawax curses on the bastards, all right? Oh, that's sorted, yeah. <laughs> what a lovely fella. Look thank at him. You, He's like Matt. a great big laughing policeman on there. Literally, yeah. Literally, isn't he? <laughs> isn't lovely. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, you will be buying a ticket for Coventry to see me and Ramon, won't you? Yeah, in Earlston. Yeah, will do. Oh, good. In Earlston? Earlston. No, not in Earlston. We'll be at the... Where will we be? Or maybe we are in Earlston. I don't fucking know where it is. Where are we on at, please? Uh, the Albany in Earlston, I think. The Albany in Earlston, of it's course. Mean, I remember it. With a policeman. <laughs> Ask a policeman. <laughs> Matt, really appreciate it, mate. Lots of love. What a lovely fellow. Stay away from that witch. Stop will do. Bullets. Cheers. Nice to meet you both. Bye-bye. Lots of love. Bye-bye. He was lovely, wasn't he? What a lovely fella. Well, now, look, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, um, can I just say this? Do you do know that I'm performing a show all around the country called Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon? You heard Matt there talking about it, Earlston, Albany and Coventry. How could I possibly forget that fantastic venue? Mm. This week, unfortunately, I had a little bit of run-in with Brendan O'Hay, our oh, no. director. Yes, you better have a listen to this. <laughs> 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? Is that, is that Brendan? Yes. It's <laughs> Clinton here. How, how are you? How are you doing? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm doing better now, actually. Now that I, now that I'm away from um, the, you, I'm afraid. Oh, don't be like that. The thing is, it's remote. He sets me on edge. I toured very successfully two shows. Yes, I did. The Paranormalist Returns and Stratospheric, up and down the country, to, to glittering reviews. And I asked you, because you are, quite honestly, Brendan, the only director for the job, well, the only director we, we got, but the only director for the job. And it's Ramon setting my nerves on edge. I'm not used to working with someone else. And I wondered if you... <laughs> Ramon has problems. I, 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 I can see that, but, but, but yeah. you, you, you can all see it. But, but you need to see a psychiatrist. I mean, something, something is not quite right there. Something is really. Not, I know this because I've got, you know, stuff with my own family. I recognise it. But you, you need professional help. I'm just going to tell you something. I've got Claire Rayner here. Oh, yeah, just a second. I've got her here. Oh, and she's saying, listen, lovey, she's saying, listen, lovey. Oh, lovey, it's a lot of stuff and nonsense. She's not me saying this, it's Claire Rayner. And what, are you saying, what are you saying, Claire? She's saying, she's, she's acting as a sort of, you know, as, as a, a sort of matronly, motherly figure. And she's saying, <laughs> it's not me saying this, it's Claire. What are you saying, Claire? She's saying, come back, she's saying. She's saying, Clinton, he, he's going to work on his temper. He's going to, he's saying, come back. She, she's saying, come back, Claire Rain, you know. She's gone now, but she said, come. I, I, I think you're incapable of working on anything. I think you're, you have no self-awareness. You, you lack generosity. Yeah. Um, you, um, I, I don't know what you see in the mirror, because the yeah. way you're, you talk, you just, I, well, what do you see in the mirror? What the fuck do you see in the mirror? Right. Well, if I tell you what I see in the mirror, will you come back? Yes, okay. I think about it, yes. I see a man who is contrite. Yeah, I'll say it. I see a man who needs your help. 
I see a man with a show opening in only a few weeks and quite a few tickets sold who, unless he does get you back, will stand to lose a lot of money and who may even counter-sue you through Phil McIntyre Productions for leaving the job. So do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I've seen somebody who's rather passive-aggressive, to be honest, now that you're threatening to, to sue me. I mean, sue me for what? You haven't paid me anything yet. I've been on it for weeks. That, that can happen. You know very well that's gone through. As soon as, as, soon as I've sorted out my rash and the cat, I, I can certainly speak to people and make sure that you get the, uh, get the money. Brendan, please come back. We need you. Yeah. Okay. But this is... Just give us one last chance, please. And I've got Claire Rayner here. She's <laughs> I don't need Claire Rayner again. No, I just she's gone. Yeah, she's Well, thank you. Let's okay. move okay. on. We'll, carry, we'll move on. We'll move on. Water under the bridge, okay? See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. now for your Skype messages, unfortunately. New message. Clinton, I'm needing an exorcism. Yeah, dusty one. Hello, Clinton. This is James calling from Southern California in California. I was wondering if you had any advice for someone with a pussy, I mean a little cat, that is possessed by the spirit of J.R. Hartley and won't stop banging on about bloody fly fish. Hello, Clinton. My name's, my name's Steve. I'm phoning on behalf of my daughter. Now, what it is, uh, Sharon's taken uh, her husband, Nick, who's my uh, son-in-law, on, a, on a, a, a bungee jumping experience, and I'm trying to get it fixed um, so that the, the cable snaps, because he, he's a bit of a c- Hi, Clinton. I'm just ringing about your online order. Um, good news, the songs are back in stock, so we've got them in the red or the black. And I just wanted to check, do you want the studs on the inside or the outside? So if you just... Hi, Clinton, it's Stem from the Salon. Um, we've had a review back about the tattoo consultation. Um, you said you wanted the, your favourite London football team um, tattooing on your manhood, Queen's Park Rangers. Um, he's reviewed that and he's advised them that you just have QPR Now, a real chance to follow the fantastic work of one Gordon Smith from Take a Break, Fate and Fortune magazine. A man we discovered is the paranormalist who doesn't seem to believe any of it. <laughs> he's a, he does answers your paranormal questions. He believes less than bloody Linda does! Well, yeah, people are writing in going, oh, I heard a noise, could yeah. it be a ghost? And instead of doing the usual thing of, oh, well, yeah, probably, yeah. he says... No, that you don't. They don't make noises. Well, exactly. <laughs> now, th- here's one. Here, this is one he's got here. Now, I mean, I, look, I'm all in favour of speaking truth. I don't really believe in, yes. you know, sort of making up stuff when, when, when. No, you'd it, never it do that. Need, <laughs> when it doesn't need to be. <laughs> but here you are. This is this one here. Uh, our t- this is this is Gordon Smith. Our television in the new extension keeps turning itself off and on. The house was built in 1890. It's always felt a little spooky. Now this. No one's ever near the remote when it happens. We keep it in the drawer away from our cats. The other day, the telly came on and the sound of a loud bugle, eh, filled <laughs> our home. It felt 
deliberate? Is our TV trying to scare us? And Gordon's answer is, televisions don't haunt us. But in some research, he concluded that when people renovated or added extensions, it often resulted in some sort of paranormal experience. I don't quite, you know, it's not really... That's quite, that's quite him, for him. For him, yeah. that's quite good. This was the other one here. This, this made me laugh, honestly. This at the bottom here, hold on. This is Gordon here, and he, he, his spirit's trying to reach me. Someone's written in, when I'm asleep, I sense a presence visiting me. I wake up in a panic, my body feels stiff. I often have that first <laughs> in the morning. And my heart is hammering. I feel something may be trying, uh, trying to come after me. Oh, yeah, I know that too. I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. Could spirit be trying to reach me? I feel quite scared by this. What is going on? And Gordon says, what you describe is clearly an episode of altered state of consciousness. This happens to some people when sleep patterns, when the mind is more awake than the body. This would also explain you feeling a spirit presence because you are in an in-between state. Nothing or no one is trying to get to you. You know what I mean? Why? How does he know, though? But if I've invested in a magazine called... Take a break, fate and fortune. You'd want to be a bit better than that, wouldn't you? you get neither in that. Neither! However, this one killed me. This is from chat, take a break. Have a read of this one. This is this is from the sublime to ridiculous. This is the complete opposite. Right. Me and my husband have been together for 14 years and yeah. had two children. He's been miserable for months oh. and now says he needs to be alone and has gone to stay with a friend. What's her name? Oh, Christ. Our relationship isn't perfect. No. We both work crazy hours and money is tight. But I've told him we can work things out. I really want him to come back and for everything to be peachy. But he ignores my texts and attempts to talk. How can I get him to communicate and tell me what he needs, says Christine. And this is... Christine says that, and the expert... And I don't think it's God, and it's someone else who's an absolute real believer in this magazine. The answer is this, right, for her marital problems. We all sometimes need space so we can see things clearly. Here's a ritual you can do to help your husband, right? Not not go to marriage guidance, not go to relate or anything. Or talk to him in a neutral environment. In, exactly. Or question who the friend is he's gone to stay with. It's this. Pour a jug of water into a bowl, saying, this water is clear and true. Add some road pe- rose petals, saying, each rose petal is a wish of happiness for you. Then cut a photo of him into a heart shape, saying, I surround you with love, and my love is here to make you happy. I see what you can be, and that's all I want for you. I mean, honestly, place a photo in the water saying, open your eyes and let yourself be happy. Remove the photo. Fucking complicated. Remove the photo after 30 minutes and place on a surface, a flat surface with a candle on top of it. Light the candle and say, let the light shine and show you the way to be happy. Not once does it mention a blowjob. Not once. (laughs) Bloody useless. Come to me if you want some advice. Jesus Christ, <laughs> hopeless. Well, wow, okay. Good luck to that person, whoever you are. Well, I don't think they'll be together now, do you? I don't think so. Now, look, that's why you always come to Clinton Baptist. Big intro now to the one and only. We yes, an exclusive intro. Do, do you know um car share? Yes. With my very dear friend Peter Kay who launched me on Phoenix Nights all those years ago. It is none other than the rather brilliant, lovely Sham Gibson. Brilliant. Have a listen to this. Namaste. I'm here with Sham Gibson, the one and only. You'll know her from... 
car share. You'll know her from what's this thing you're in now? Oh, it's called. It's called Murder They Hope. Murder They Hoped, <laughs> and she is here now, and she she is a believer. You'll know Shan. You know Shan is. She is a believer in. Let's call it life beyond the celestial veil. Shan, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Tell me, my darling, I know you do go to see people who can convene with the afterlife. I do. Just tell us what who you've been to see. You've been to see people a lot recently, haven't you? I've been to see three people mm. recently. Yeah. Ken, John and Anne. Um, they're three different people. Right. And um, I've not found the one yet. It can happen, and you are very good to come to me, because I would like to do a reading for you, which we might do later. What, why have they let you down, these people? What, what's been going on? Um, because I, I don't like to give anything away. No. I keep no. everything close to my chest, Enigmatic. and they have to be right. Yeah, okay. They have to tell me exactly what's happening. None of them have known um, my personal details. I want okay. them to know everything. I want them to know my PIN number. Yeah, okay. Do you know, yeah, do you know, know my I'm, pin number? Yeah, 4621, isn't it? Yes. She's being kind. She's being kind. I don't I don't give that sort of information no, out. I, I, I know. No one would want to do that. So what have they been coming up with? I mean, to be fair, people do know you. They can follow you. They've read you in magazines. You've done articles. You've done interviews. So there's stuff they might know about you, my love. They, they wouldn't know a thing. Why they not? wouldn't know a thing. Because they don't know who I want to see on the other side. Good point. Um, they've brought people to me who I don't want to see. Like who? Um, one was a man Bernard called... Bernard Manning. Oh, he, he, he never came through. No, all right, couldn't squeeze through. That's why he couldn't <laughs> get through the portal. Need a council and two big blokes with a fucking wheelbarrow. I, I wouldn't allow him. No, exactly. I wouldn't allow so him. who came through who you didn't um, want to see particularly? There was someone called... Harry, who worked on the buses, who had diabetic legs, um, and I've never, I've never met anyone called Harry. Okay, good point. But that doesn't doesn't mean. I mean, I've done this before. I've done readings where someone's come through, and you might not think you know them. But, but why would do. I want to speak to them? Well, they might have something to impart to you, Shan. You're very closed off. Very, very close. Try to open, open your mind. Is this where I'm going wrong? Very much so. Open your mind to things. Open your chakras. But Harry had didn't have a message. He was just smiling at me. He was from on the buses. He was, was from Regvani. <laughs> no, <laughs> he Har worked on the buses. I'm sorry, I thought he was not on the buses, oh, but just on the buses, but right, not on. Oh, he worked on the buses. Yeah. What's he going to tell you? Well, he had fat diabetic legs. All right. Okay. And you, you, and you, I, that's I take what. Point, and that you, is what Anne told me. She right. said he's got fat ankles, fat legs. She said he's possibly diabetic. And I suppose someone who hasn't looked after themselves like you might think, what do I want to hear from them? Well, why would I? Why would I want to see him smiling over my shoulder? Well, unless, of course, over your shoulder. What, what was he doing? How close <laughs> was he to you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've certainly I've been with people who've been smiling at me over their shoulder, <laughs> laughing most of the time, <laughs> scratching their heads. But he wouldn't go away. No, okay, right. Because I has I asked Harry to go back and bring someone that I did know down. Okay, and what happened there? He didn't love? want to go. He was just smiling at me. That's all he was doing. He was smiling. He didn't have a message. He was just smiling. Now, what does that mean? Well, can I ask this for someone who is a believer, Sean? Mm. All you've done is throw up obstacles. You've poo-pooed everything, haven't you? You're a poo-pooer, aren't you? I wish I was. She's a poo-pooer. <laughs> Who else? What about Tom? Was it Tom, Dick and Harry? Anne, Shirley, Anne, was it Fred? <laughs> Shirley? Oh, so that was with Anne. Right. When I went to see John... John. 
he kept bringing back Mark. I've never met a Mark. And apparently Mark hung himself. Oh, bloody hell. What did Mark... You don't know why Mark hung himself? No, because I don't know Mark. OK. Did Mark want to maybe... I don't know, warn you of something? I mean, he must have had a message, Mark, didn't he? Apparently I knew Mark from school. Right. He wouldn't go away. Was oh, Mark Fowler off of East End? Did he hang himself? He didn't hang himself. OK, good point. All right. I think Was he's... it Gripper Stebson from um, <laughs> Grange Hill? Did, did he in real life? He might have done in real life, so yeah. if he did, I'd do beg your pardon. Well, well, he might have wanted to You're see me. You're too young to even remember that, I know. I was um, more Zamo. Zamo, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll tell you something about yeah. him in a minute. Anyway, right, well, look, Sham has singularly failed to tell us anything of any spiritual importance. Oh. There must have been something. Um, well, when I went to see John... Here we go. This is the, this is the gold now. He did say to me yeah. that my mum came through, and right. I did want to see my mum. Right. And he said to my mum came through, and he said... Your mum's standing behind you. He said, is your mum a smoker? Was your mum a smoker? Right. And, and I she? said she was. Yeah, yeah. But not for a long, long time. Right, right. And he said, she's standing behind you, having a fag. Right. Laughing that she's having a fag. And right. I thought, I don't want to think of her in heaven smoking. I don't think they do smoke in heaven. But then at the end, yeah. he said, have you got a conservatory? And I said, no. He said, did your mum have a conservatory? No. Who's got a conservatory? I don't know anyone with a conservatory. Did she have to go out to the conservatory to have her fan? No, because we didn't have a conservatory. But up there, beyond the celestial well, bed. Well, she was sat on some rotten furniture with my nana, both having a smoke. Oh, I don't... I, I, I don't like I that don't, thought. I don't like that thought. It's like a horrible conservatory. That was, my part in, that was my part in... Wish with John was that my mum is laughing. She's happy because she's smoking again. Oh no, no! On no. some rotten furniture in a conservatory with my nana. Yeah, we've not said John's full name, but I'm, I'm gonna now we cross the mass and say that he's a lying bastard. <laughs> so, unless you are up there, Mrs. Shan's mum having a having a ciggy. Good luck to you. I don't think angels smoke. They don't smoke. Do you think they're going to be up there on a cloud pulling on a Lambert and Butler? I don't think so, <laughs> do you? Well, I think it's a fire hazard with wings. Well, at, with wings? Of course it is. Yeah. Playing the, the harp, you can have the energy. You've been grouting <laughs> away all day pulling on a fag. That's what I didn't like. No, I, I get it. I get it, Sean. Look, if you are a psychic medium like me and you're out there, don't offer up bullshit to people like Shan. No. She's very, very lovely. No. Um, I've not met the right one. OK, well, I'm going to give a reading for you a bit later, Shan. Thank you. Join us later, unless she gets bored with this and doesn't want to do any more. All right, Shan, thank you. Thank you. Oh, we get all the big names, don't we? The stars! Massive! Massive stars. Linda... What are you going to be doing when I eventually unlock the door and push you out of this garage? I'm going to go shopping for some holiday gear. Because oh. what I need is what Jane McDonald has plenty of. Sarongs, bikinis, all of which fit me. And at the moment, mine don't. Old joke from 1940 something. And then my nana 
Jane, can you do Jane much better than <laughs> Not me? Not really, but I'll have a go. Oh, I'll have a pina colada, please. Oh, I'm on me on the day, why not? I'll have two. Hello, what about you? sex on beach? Sex on beach, I'm going sex on beach. No, not the drink. Not the drink, I'll have sex on beach. Like theatrical week, and I'll have a, a cocktail and oh, <laughs> a slippery nipple. Oh, don't mind if I do. Jane is here and yeah. she's preparing in the corner there to give our song for the end. Well, it's me. I don't know why I'm pretending it's her, but it's in that style, isn't it? Is. It is. It's a little round-up of the show. It's a round-up of the show. If you drifted off. If you... <laughs> During that policeman interview. <laughs> right, listen, ladies and gentlemen, please join us again next week and thank you for your support. Linda... When you're well, will I see you next week? I will see yes. you next week, won't I? Course, I will. All right, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much. Namaste. Put some factor 50 on it. Put some factor 50 on it. And I tell you what, I know that Linda here, she's it's very hot out there and she's asked me to spray all over her back. So I will be doing that the second we finish the show. All right. It's crude, isn't it? We don't very, need that. yeah. Fady now. Well, another show splutters to a halt on the hard shoulder of podcasting. Thanks for your time. You've not paid a dime. But I love you to bits, you stingy little shits. On the other hand, thanks to all you Patreons out there, as well as those, well, the majority, I imagine, who got it for free. Again, don't matter. And now it's time to say adios. Join us next week for Strong and the Weak. Those who pay and those who get it another way. The something for nothing crowd, I call them. Namaste. Namaste, guys. Infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim. Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got all sorts of stuff, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading now.